Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Believe in Tiger Woods on the Believe Podcast Network. And now, here's your host, Cam Rogers. And welcome into the Tiger Woods Podcast right here on the Believe Podcast Network. I am your guy, Tiger Woods expert, at least self-proclaimed, Cam Rogers coming at you for episode number 17 of the program. Taking a look at Tiger Woods and his major championship season, giving you my grades for every single major and then... The final grade for the 2019 campaign. Follow me on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on the gram at Mr. Rogers 98. You can find us at believe.com and at believe podcast. This is the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Because I certainly do, especially in Tiger Woods to do some damage at the FedEx Cup playoffs, but we'll talk about that next week. Let's be a little more reflective here on this episode, taking a look back, and we're going to start things off actually with the PGA Championship. I do want to save the Masters for later in the program, and then by the way, to wrap up the show, I do have some news about one of Tiger's tournaments next year in February. I'll talk about that to wrap up episode number 17. By the way, if you do enjoy the show, and there might be like two people who do in this entire universe, it would be great if you left a five-star review. Certainly would appreciate that. And maybe leave a little nice note while you are at it. I know you people are busy folks out there, so maybe if you don't mind taking five seconds out of your day it would certainly mean a lot to me but if you don't totally understand as well we all have lives to live all right let's get into it pga championship not exactly what we wanted especially tiger woods coming off the masters victory woods went 72 73 to miss the cut by the way rich beam made the cut at the pga championship at Beth Page Black, and I was going over the leaderboard today. I was stunned to see his name actually make the weekend, but I digress. Let's not sugarcoat this tournament for Tiger Woods. It was a disaster. Now, with that said, you have to wonder, can we write this one off? Even when I give you my grade about this tournament, I'm going to put an asterisk next to it because Tiger's coming off a Masters victory going into a PGA Championship with the most pressure on his shoulders since probably 2008. With the most pressure on his shoulders since probably 2008. So for Tiger Woods here to miss the cut, it really isn't all that surprising. I went into this tournament thinking, okay, you look at the history. He won at Bethpage in the early 2000s. He finished inside the top five at the U.S. Open in 2009, where Lucas Glover won. So there was some data in the past that made you believe, okay, maybe Tiger can compete here. But we're talking about a 43-year-old Tiger Woods, fresh off a Masters victory, maybe a little bit of a hangover. And then there's this. 
let's not forget that he did not show up to his practice round on that Wednesday before competition. So you wondered what exactly was going on. Maybe there were some health complications with Tiger, some back issues. Whatever the case, he was not ready entering this tournament for a multitude of reasons. Back, partying his butt off. Well, maybe not to the degree that Shane Lowry did winning the Open Championship, but I digress. And coming in maybe a little complacent. Who knows? There are a lot of factors in play here. And for Tiger Woods to miss the cut at this tournament, not the biggest deal in the world. It would have been nice to see him play the weekend, maybe finish inside the top 15. But obviously that was not going to be the case. And what a performance for Brooks Kepka, despite his final round going four over, still winning that tournament. Ultra impressive there for Brooks. And by the way, quick tangent. My God. Brooks Kepka showing up to his final round 45 minutes early and still winning last week at the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Absolutely unbelievable, and I got to give it to this guy. Unless Tiger Woods wins two out of the three FedEx Cup events and ultimately wins the FedEx Cup, Brooks Kepka is going to be the player of the year on the PGA Tour. He has just been ultra consistent, aside from a typical T50 finish, you know, at some random PGA Tour event that he really doesn't care about. Brooks has been unbelievable, especially on the big stages. So, gotta give him some credit there. I usually don't pick him for my fantasy lineups, so that's why I'm a little sour whenever he plays well, because I try to fade him, because I assume a lot of the public is going on to Brooks in the betting market and DraftKings and all that jazz. So, credit to Brooks. As for Woods, at the PGA Championship, missed cut. I gotta give him an F. I can't give him anything more than that. You don't make the weekend, you automatically get an F. Now remember, I'm putting an asterisk next to that grade because of Tiger just winning the Masters, his 15th major championship triumph, and... The first one since 2008. So, with that said, you wanted him to make the weekend. You wanted him to maybe finish inside the top 20, top 15. That didn't happen. Great F for the PGA Championship. Let's skip ahead now to the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach. Round 1, Tiger, 1 under 70. Round 2, plus 172. Round 3, even 70. Round four, minus two, 69. If it wasn't for a rough finish there at the end of that final round, it could have been something better. Tiger ends up finishing T21. After round one, Tiger really wasn't in a bad spot. He racked up three birdies, and if it wasn't for that double on the front nine, it would have been a lot better. Then round two basically put him out of it. Despite missing the cut, you knew he wasn't going to contend entering the weekend. Round three was a grinded-out round with five bogeys, but still somehow shooting even par. And then round four was encouraging, like I said, despite the bad finish on the back nine there. So you thought maybe Tiger had some momentum entering the Open Championship. Boy, were we wrong about that. So as for Tiger at the U.S. Open, Pebble Beach, 
You thought maybe it would have been a nostalgic kind of moment for Tiger where he could finish inside the top 10, maybe even contend at this tournament. I predicted him to finish T25. T21 is the final, and I'm going to give him a C- minus on this one. For a top-tier player like Tiger Woods, that's really not what you want, a top 25 finish. You want something more. Now, if an amateur finishes T21, that's unbelievable at a U.S. Open. But it's all relative, right? So I can't give Tiger, you know, a B- minus for finishing tie for 21st. I just won't do that. I'll throw off my Tiger bias hat for a minute here and just act like an analyst and be straight with you guys. You wanted something a little more from Tiger Woods at Pebble Beach. And a quick shout out to Gary Woodland for winning that tournament there. So C- for Tiger at the U.S. Open. So, so far, PGA, he failed. But an asterisk. U.S. Open, slightly below average performance. Nothing really stuck out in terms of what he did poorly, but obviously nothing really stuck out in terms of the stats, at least, what he did really well. So he was just very balanced. His putter was probably the worst part of his game that week. I believe he was in the 40s in terms of strokes gained putting, which obviously is not good at a U.S. Open. So there you go. Let's skip ahead now to the Open Championship. This was a bit of a stunner, and obviously for me, because I picked Tiger to win the Open Championship to capture the second major in 2019 for his illustrious career, and obviously he didn't make the weekend. He missed the cut, and it really boils down to the cold temperatures in my opinion, because... I think I overestimated his ability to perform in these tough conditions. You just have to sit back and think to yourself, even Tiger Woods probably doesn't even know how his back will perform in a given round on the PGA Tour, in a given swing on the PGA Tour. And with the Open Championship, Tiger was very candid Entering the tournament, and then afterwards, first of all, entering the tournament, saying that, yeah, my game is not exactly sharp right now. And then came out all the haters saying, well, you should have played a regular tour event entering the Open Championship. I really don't think that was part of the issue. I think, honestly, health was the biggest problem for Tiger. His back probably did not like the 50 degrees and the wind and the rain. Now, with that said, I still think Tiger more often than not will compete at an Open Championship because it usually caters to the older guard, the older golfer on the PGA Tour. Shane Lowry isn't necessarily old, but Darren Clark was pretty old when he won, Phil Mickelson, so on and so forth. So yeah, I mean, I was a little stunned about the Open Championship. Tiger going 78 in that first round, that was basically it. You know what the adage is, you certainly can't win a golf tournament in the first round on a Thursday, but you can certainly lose it, and he lost it on that Thursday. He did go 70 in that second round, which was encouraging to see, 
and maybe it gives us some good feelings here as we enter the FedEx Cup playoffs. But I thought this was going to be a great setup for Tiger. You club down, you hit the two iron off the tee, you hit that stinger three wood off the tee, use that driver very sparingly, use those long irons, which you are really good at in terms of strokes gained approach. But obviously that did not happen. So I'm going to give him a flat F, not even an F with an asterisk, a flat F. Because obviously I had big expectations for Woods going into this tournament. A lot of people did. And he just did not perform to the level that I expected him to. All right. The negativity is wearing on me. So I am glad to wrap up with the Masters. And there is only one way to kick off this analysis. I am going to play the Jim Nance call where Tiger Woods captured his 15th major championship. Jim, my man, what do we got? Many doubted we'd ever see it. But here it is. The return to glory. It still feels like a dream. It still feels like the Twilight Zone, Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, all combined worth of fantasy. Tiger went 70, 68, 67, and then 70 to capture an additional green jacket and his 15th major championship. It is something that will forever live in sports lore. There is one word that can properly categorize Tiger's victory. Surreal. Honestly, because even if you look at it in a vacuum, it's surreal. But also, if you look at it in terms of the broad scope of Tiger's major championship season, the guy went missed cut T21, missed cut, which makes his master's victory... All that more impressive. He beat out major championship heavyweights. Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Xander Shoffley, Jason Day, Webb Simpson, Francesco Molinari, John Rahm, Patrick Cantlay. All of those guys were inside the top 10 by the time the Masters was over. So the question becomes now, as we look back on this major championship season... Was this Masters victory a flash in the pan or a sign of things to come? Obviously not a sign of things to come in 2019 because I just rattled off, missed cut, tied for 21st, missed cut at the other three major championships. If you want to tack on the Players' Championship as well, Tiger finished tied for 30th. So I think the jury is still out on that in terms of what this Masters win really means for Tiger and the rest of his career. But looking at this victory in a vacuum, obviously the grade has to be in A+. It's something that none of us saw coming. I didn't see it coming. I host the Tiger Woods podcast, and I did not predict him to capture the Masters. So for Tiger Woods to go through multiple back surgeries, a mugshot that went all over social media, 
basically becoming a laughing stock as somebody who is collapsing before our eyes, metaphorically speaking and literally. If you remember that Barclays tournament when Tiger Woods went down to his knees because he was in so much pain and going ahead and capturing the most illustrious tournament, arguably, on the PGA Tour schedule, it still boggles my mind. And I honestly think it gives us a lot of confidence that Tiger Woods can compete at the Masters Tournament for the next decade. So for Tiger Woods, absolutely unbelievable capturing that tournament. A-plus grade for me on that one. So, final grade. You got a win, you have a top 25 finish, and you have two missed cuts. So obviously this was not a Brooks Kepka type of major championship resume in 2019. But if you win the Masters, you are automatically in the A category in my eyes. So I don't care if you go Masters win, missed cut, missed cut, missed cut. You're still in the A category. Final grade for Tiger, A-. I can't give him a solid A because he doesn't have even a top 10 finish the rest of the major championship season. Obviously can't give him an A+, because he has a couple of missed cuts on the resume. But A-, I think, is very fair. I think it is very reasonable. And I think it is ultimately impressive, because that Masters win really does wash out, at least to a degree, the missed cuts at the Open Championship and the PGA Championship. So we also have more tournaments to follow here for Tiger Woods, the Northern Trust Open, the BMW Championship, and of course the Tour Championship. So we have some stuff to look forward to. It's not all over. We'll do some more previews, some more analysis going forward, but I think it made sense here to really just sit back and look at what Tiger Woods accomplished during his major championship season and what we can kind of focus on in terms of, okay, where is Tiger going to struggle going forward in his career? And I'll give you these final points. Tiger's going to continue to contend at Masters tournaments for the next 15 years. I think he is still going to contend at Open Championships for the next decade. As for the U.S. Open and the PGA Championship, very much a roll of the dice. I think usually the PGA Championships are going to be too long for Tiger. And for the U.S. Open, I think the rough is just going to be too thick for Tiger Woods. And when you have thick, luscious rough, and a rickety back, and a driver that really isn't suiting you all that well, although it is better this year compared to 2018, I don't think you're going to perform very well. So that's really my takeaway, at least the broad stroke takeaway, in terms of Tiger Woods and major championships. All right, so final grade, A- minus there. To wrap up the program, I do have some news about the Genesis Open, which is now the Genesis Invitational. So this tournament, which is in partnership with the Tiger Woods Foundation, 
has now been condensed to a 120-player field, not the typical 150-plus player field. Higher prestige, higher purse. I think it's great for the foundation, great for Tiger, great for his brand. And now this tournament is in line with the Memorial and the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Both of those events are Invitationals, high prestige, and the winner of the Genesis Invitational will take home $1.674 million, as well as a three-year PGA Tour exemption, which is actually one year longer than the standard winner's exemption for tour events. So if you win the John Deere Classic, you get a two-year exemption on the PGA Tour. If you win the Memorial or the Arnold Palmer Invitational or the Genesis Invitational, you get a three-year exemption on the PGA Tour. So good stuff there for Tiger, the Foundation, and all that jazz. They do some great stuff. All right, folks, that's it. Episode number 17 of the Tiger Woods podcast is all set. Now, we look ahead to the FedEx Cup playoffs, and I'll have a full breakdown on the Northern Trust Open next week. Will Tiger Woods contend in Jersey City? I'll break it down for you guys next week. Follow me on Twitter once again, at MrRogers99, and on the gram at Mr. Rogers 98, Cam Rogers, signing off for the Tiger Woods podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.